Truth and Coffee with Tam. There's no better way to start a day than with truth and a few cups of coffee. Good morning. It's Wednesday and you are listening to Truth and Coffee, the podcast. This is episode one, the remix. And the reason why it's the remix is because I begin again. I am starting over. So this is really the official first episode of the podcast. And for those of you who were with me yesterday for the launch, I want to say thank you for all of the support, all of the love, the encouragement and the positive feedback. I am so glad that you were blessed by that episode. And I really needed the encouragement yesterday because I was so king. Do you hear me? I was so dissatisfied with how the podcast came out and it wasn't that the content wasn't strong. It was simply that it didn't have the feel I wanted it to have. And though there were several circumstances that impacted my ability to produce what I desired to produce, I still should not have allowed it to mess with my day the way that it did. And so as I was in my sulking, the spirit of the Lord said to me, if you don't like it, just do it again. If you don't like it, just do it again. And it was like, duh, isn't that interesting how we rather complain about being dissatisfied than making a decision to do something different that would cause us to be satisfied. That rather than just saying, hey, I can start over. Let me just do it again. I rather sulk at the fact that it didn't come out the way that I decided that it should. And so once I got that level of revelation, the spirit of the Lord began to remind me that at every new level, you go from expert back down to novice. That at every new level, you go from expert down to novice. Now, if you are an expert in every area of your life, then it can be quite a transition to go from mastery down to novice. That I go from mastery down to below basic. And so when you move into the next phase of your life, when you are being promoted or elevated, you're going to have to learn the same things you learned in a different context in order to arrive to expert again. But if you just decide to be an expert in every area of your life, what you're doing is capping off your potential to become more. Because when I become an expert, there's nothing else more for me to learn. There's nothing else more for me to produce because I've already done that. So then your life becomes stale and it becomes stagnant and you are limiting what God wants to do with you. And so for those of us who are overachievers like myself, we find comfort in being the expert. But if you are going to produce everything that God has put in you to produce, you're going to have to find your le- yourself at being comfortable again at being a novice. And so podcasting is new to me. It is a new level. Therefore, I'm back at being a novice. So if I'm at the level of novice, why would I put a level of expectation on myself to produce something at the expert level when I'm just beginning? And I think that's a lesson for many of us. You've got to learn that when you're moving into a new realm, be comfortable with being the beginner again, because being at the beginning is just preparation for you to get back to the top. But all of the things that we learn, all of the ways that we grow is what sustains us when we get to the level of expert. And so here I am today starting over and it feels absolutely great. Now, as I'm starting over, I'm not starting over just to start over, but I'm starting over with a new perspective because I assessed, right? I took an opportunity to assess 
what was I so dissatisfied about with the original podcast? And how can I make sure that when I start over again, I don't find myself in the same place? So there were three lessons that I extracted. And as I extracted those lessons, I realized that they weren't just applicable for the podcast, but they are actually lessons that can help carry us into the next place in our own lives. And so that's what I want to share with you today. All right. The first lesson I learned was that it's never as easy as it looks. Never. And when you begin something new, You cannot go into it believing that it's going to be easy for you to do it because everything else in your life is. Remember, you're expert in all these other areas. So when you come into something new, your attitude in other areas can't follow you into the new area because you will find your face all the way on the floor. Because when I come into the new place, though it looked easy, I realized that there were so many things that went into podcasting, things that I thought that I was aware of, but I really wasn't. And let me tell you what will get you. In your time of research, people are writing things down that make it seem like it's one, two, three. And you're like, hey, I could do that. It's only one, two, three. And so you go out and you get all the stuff, you read all the materials, and then you start working on it. And you're saying, oh, but they didn't say that. Mm, They did not mention that. And because I was ill-equipped and unprepared to come into that challenge, because I just believed that it was so easy, then I become frustrated that it's not coming out the way that I want it to. And though there are those of us that become so frustrated to the point that we quit or become so frustrated to the point that we lay it down, that we never get to see the end of the thing. And let me tell you something else. These YouTube tutorials, let me tell you what they, they are a farce. Now, if you are a natural hair girl, I just want to give an example about the way YouTube will have you feeling like you could do something you really can't do. Now, I have natural hair and I love it. And I've watched several YouTube tutorials on how to flat twist. It looks so easy. I'm intently watching. I'm going through all of the steps. I go and buy all the products, okay, the Shea Moisture products, the Curls products, the Rat Tail, all of the products. And I sit down and I'm really feeling myself. I'm just, I'm twisting and I'm braiding. I'm like, this is really easy. And then I go to bed. I get my outfit ready because I know my hair is going to be popping the next day. And I just want to look all the way together. And I get up in the morning and I start unraveling the flat twist one at a time. And as I'm unraveling, I'm I'm getting nauseous because I'm like, this is not coming out right. But I'm still pumping myself up like, girl, just stay at it. Just keep with it. If you keep untwisting it, put the edge control on, separate the curls, it's going to be popping. It's going to look just like the video. And so I keep going and it's still not looking right. But I'm just saying, girl, wait to the end. Just wait to the end. But I'm still pressing forward hoping that at some point the curls are not going to look limp. It ain't going to be one going to the left, the other going to the right. I'm just, all these things are going through my mind. And then I get to the end and I'm looking at myself and I'm like, I wasted all that time twisting his hair, all that money, buying all these products and stuff does not look right. And so when I become frustrated by that, Then I say, you know what? I'm not going to be messing with these flat twists no more. I'm going to grab some gel. I'm going to put my hair in a ponytail and keep it moving. Now, instead of becoming frustrated by the fact that, hey, these flat twists didn't work, what I need to do is say, okay, it didn't work this time, but I got to keep at it. Why? Because I'm back to being a novice. 
Understanding that you're at a beginning level is going to save you the frustration and putting that level of pressure on yourself to perform at a level you have not yet arrived. Now, as I continue to work through what happened with the flat twist, why didn't they come out right? Did I put too much product on there? Did I not put enough product on there? Were my parts too big? I'm beginning to assess what happened so that when I go back at it the next time, I won't make the same mistakes I did the first time. And so when we begin to embark upon anything new, we must first understand that it's never going to be as easy as it looks. But Galatians chapter six, verse nine says, we cannot get tired of doing what is good because at a point, right, if we don't give up, if we don't quit, if we don't faint, we will reap. And so if I keep going at the flat twist, eventually it's got to work. Why? Because I would have already dealt with everything that doesn't work, right? So if I keep messing up, keep messing up, keep messing up, keep messing up, but I'm learning from every time I mess up, that when I get to the level of expert, it's going to be flawless. Why? Because I have already messed up. And so when I do it again, I'm not going to do the things I had done the first 150 times I had done it. Sometimes it just takes time. And some of us are in such a rush to get to expert that we miss the process of beginning, intermediate, which is all necessary to sustain us at the place of being an expert. So the first lesson I learned with podcasting is it's never as easy as it looks. Okay, don't believe the hype and certainly do not believe the YouTube tutorials. Okay, because they will lead you astray. Number two, the second lesson that I learned was I can never record at night. I just can't do it. Now, at night, I am tired and everybody else is at home. How do I know that? Because when I recorded my very first episode, my neighbors were barbecuing and they were having a wonderful time. And people were coming in from work and turning on their car alarms and people were coming back from the pool. I mean, it was so much going on that I could not combat the noise that was outside. And then it was distracting me from everything I wanted to say. So I realized that if I'm going to be successful, if I'm going to produce the kind of podcast that I desire, that I can't do it at night because everybody is at home. And one of the things we must understand about timing is that in Ecclesiastes chapter three, verse one, it says for everything, there is a season and a time for every activity. I can be doing the right thing, which was my podcast at the wrong time. And because I was doing the right thing, but at the wrong time, it didn't yield the results it should have. My God today, that's a word. You can be doing the right thing at the wrong time and not produce at all. That's why timing is so important. We cannot be there again in such a rush to get to a place. We got to stop and say, is this the right time? And so what I realized was that because I cannot record at night, I'm going to have to get up a little bit earlier to record in the morning when everything is still. If I get up in the morning, before anybody else, while everything is quiet and record, then that will produce for me the level of focus and attention I need and the level of quiet that is necessary to produce a strong podcast. And so when you begin to pursue something in life, whatever it is that you're pursuing, you could be pursuing the right thing at the wrong time. And if you're pursuing the right thing at the wrong time and it doesn't yield, it will cause you to believe that what you were doing wasn't right. And then you'll quit. 
even though that's the thing that God says, I want you to birth, it's just not the right season. And begin to think about things that are done prematurely. Would you want to eat a cake that was not all the way baked? Would you want your child to be born that was not fully developed? No. So the same way that we can't rush the process of cooking that chicken all the way through or having that cake cooked all the way through or having everything the baby needs developed all the way through, then we will potentially abort what we were caused, what we were supposed to birth, or we will cause ourselves to have something prematurely. And when you birth something prematurely, it wasn't its time, it wasn't its season, then you're going to have to work to a greater degree to try to revive it, redevelop it, or nurture it until it becomes what it was supposed to become had you have just waited. This is critical, right? I got to do the right thing at the right time if I want to yield the right result. So that was my second lesson. I can't record at night. And then the third thing that I learned is that I need more than just notes. That your girl needs an outline. I need a framework. If this was just going to be a random musings podcast, like I'm just going to talk about whatever's on my mind, then I probably wouldn't need notes. But because my intent is to edify, I want you to be built up. I want you to be restored. I want you to be renewed. I want you to be encouraged. I want you to be educated. I want to give you information and not just information for information's sake. I want to give you sound information that's going to help to make your life better. But I don't want you to not know how to use it. So I want to equip you on how to use the information that I've given you. And then I want you to be empowered to execute. What good is information and knowing how to use it without actually using it? It's crazy, but we do it every day. And so because my intent is to execute at this level, then I need a framework. And by definition, a framework is just an essential supporting structure. Now, Making these Tam Talk Tuesday videos are easy for me. I don't need a structure because they're three minute videos and whatever I sense the Lord is saying, I just say. But because the formatting of this podcast, I want to yield a different result. I want to be able to expand on things that I can't do on the videos. Then I got to go back to establishing a framework. And this is going to be important for you in whatever you decide to do, whatever exploits you decide to achieve. There's got to be a framework for it. You can't just jump out there and decide you want to do something. That's crazy. You have to build the framework for it. And the framework is going to support everything that you do moving forward. And so the passage of scripture that I want to take you to that I feel is so profound in this area is John chapter 15, because this is what I have found. If my framework, if my essential supporting structure is not Jesus, the Christ himself, then nothing I do is going to last. Nothing I do is going to last. Nothing I do is going to last. Why? Because the God of all creation serving as my structure, my supporting structure, that is going to cause me to be so steady and so secure that no matter what comes, no matter what goes, I will not be moved. So if you're going to pursue anything, you're going to have to have the Lord as your structure. He's got to be the essential supporting structure for what you're going to do. All right. John chapter 15, beginning at verse one, it says, I am the true grapevine and my father is the gardener. 
He cuts off every branch of mine that doesn't produce fruit and he prunes the branches that do not bear fruit so that they will produce even more. Now, this is important because Christ is the vine and God is the gardener who cares for the branches to make them fruitful. If I do not have my life pruned by God, if I don't have my decisions pruned by God, if I don't have my behaviors pruned by God, if I don't have my attitudes pruned by God, then I'll never be able to yield the level of fruit that he desires for me to have. And so when we are embarking upon anything in our lives, we've got to anchor ourselves. We've got to anchor ourselves in him. Now, the branches are for all of us who are followers of Jesus Christ. Now, the grapevine is such a prolific plant because it's one vine can support a bunch of branches and bear a whole lot of grapes. That means that on the vine of God, your branch is in community with other branches. And when we come together, firmly rooted in our foundation, our framework, our structure, and allowing him the freedom to prune and to take away, then we get to yield all of the fruit that God desires for us to yield. And so if my podcast is going to be successful, and let me tell you something about success, you get to define that. Culture does not define for me what makes my podcast successful. Ratings do not define for me what makes my podcast successful. Whether or not I ever make it to the new uh, and new and noteworthy uh, podcast or my ranking increases does not determine my level of success. My success is rooted in the fact that I am secure that whatever God has given me, he has an intended target to hear it. And as long as who God has sent me for gets what he has given me to give, then I have found success. And many of us are having a hard time because we have allowed somebody else to define what success looks like for us. And if you allow somebody else to define what success looks like for you, you are always going to be reaching for a thing that you will never be able to touch. My God today, success is relative. You have got to define it for yourself and be secure in your own definition. And these lessons that I have learned from my very first podcast are going to be essential to whatever it is you decide to do in your life. So this is what I want you to remember. Number one, it's never going to be as easy as it looks. But because you can do all things through Christ Jesus, who gives you strength, Philippians chapter four, verse 13, you are fortified to stay in the fight. Number two, you cannot ever do something outside of its time just can't do it. So you have got to begin to be prayerful and say, God, I know you have given me this thing to do. Tell me when you want me to do it. And when you come into the timing of God, you will yield. It is a guarantee. You will yield. And then the third thing is that you got to get anchored. You got to get your framework. You got to get rerooted. You got to be reestablished back on the foundation of Christ, who is the solid rock. Nothing can move you when you are rooted and framed in him. And then the fourth for the bonus is define your own success. You have to define what that looks like for you and be comfortable with that. So it doesn't matter if somebody else says, oh, well, you're not successful. That's according to your own standards and good for you. However, 
As for me in my whole house that I pay for, this is what I have defined as success. And I'm comfortable with that. My God today, that is a word. So this is what I want you to be encouraged to do. I want you to be encouraged to get you some word in you. The reason why I give scripture is because number one, it substantiates everything that I say. But number two, we can't live without the word. When you allow the word to be in you, then whenever those thoughts come to your mind, they try to talk you out what God has called you to do. The word will rise up in you and speak truth to that lie. And whenever you allow truth to live freely in your life, you will never walk in the deception of lies that will try to keep you from getting to the place that God desires for you to go. It is so. So let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we bless you for being a God of a second chance. We thank you for being the God who gives us the right to begin again. We pray right now, Father God, that we will rediscover who we are in you, that we will plant our feet on you, that we will be secured in you. So much so, Father God, that we will not quit in the midst of our well-doing, nor will we move outside of your time. We pray right now, Father God, for divine wisdom in everything we do. We submit our will. We submit our decisions. We submit our attitudes. We submit our thinking under the weight of the blood of Jesus. And we ask that you would cleanse us from all unrighteousness and give us what we need, Father God, in order to possess everything that you said is ours. We honor you today. We love you. We thank you. And we give you praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. This is what I want to encourage you to do before we go. This week, I want you to meditate on Philippians chapter 4, verse 13, Galatians chapter 6, verse 9, Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 1, and John chapter 15, verses 5 through 17. I want you to meditate on them this week. I want you to memorize them if you can this week and spend some time with God intentionally. Just put it in the schedule. Because what I have found in my own personal life is that I got better when I got more word in me, that I got better when I spent more time in prayer, because nothing can come from prayer and word but growth. And everything you hear in your head is not God. And if you don't have enough truth in you, then you will have nothing to combat the lie. And let me tell you this, when you begin doing what God has created you to do, walking in the realm of what God has created you to walk in, you are going to come up against so much opposition in your mind of people and things and society and culture and Satan trying to talk you out of what God has already told you. And if you don't have enough in you to combat the lie, you are going to quit. And the way that the world is going right now, we cannot afford for you to do so. So spend some time in prayer and in your word this week, seeking the father concerning instructions and the timing to manifest those instructions. I am so excited about your future. It is looking pretty, pretty bright. Until next week, do something every day that your future self will thank you for.